what we're doing is wrong on so many levels. That's what I tell myself as I wake, my body aching in all the right places. In just a few short months, we've fallen into the kind of pattern I'd normally think of as dangerous, but somehow, when I'm with him, I feel safe. My mind drifts as I watch the flutter of curtains. The morning sunshine pours into the bedroom from the balcony. Have I ever had a steady lover so possessive, so creative, so demanding? His hand on my hip comes to life, fingertips skimming downward across the curve of my buttocks. He inches closer to me, spooning his body against mine. Nothing separates us under the sheets. It's skin on skin. Fingers slide between my thighs. I'm wet. It seems lately, in his presence, I'm perpetually this way. I just can't help myself. A siren is a siren, a sexual creature, born of Gaia. I'm one of three, cursed by Demeter thousands of years ago for failing to protect Persephone. It's for this I atone, for this I pay. It's the reason I search for the missing and avoid love at all costs. The first brings me closer to the promise of redemption. Forgetting the latter? Finding real love? That promises nothing but ruin and death. Good morning, I whisper. He lifts one of my legs. His long, thick shaft slides between them. I feel the warmth of his smile as he replies. It's about to get even better. The rumble of his rich baritone, still rough from sleep, along with the promise of what's to come, makes me smile. But the sense of contentment is fleeting. The first few bars of Bad Moon Rising blare from my phone. Liz, my best friend, and quite possibly the most powerful witch this side of the Mississippi, added the ringtone to myself five months ago, and I haven't been able to change it. She assigned it to Zach, my partner, a dark, rugged werewolf who was formerly, and quite secretly, a badass black ops assassin. Now, like me, he spends his days working for the FBI and searching for the missing. I feel Callistos's irritation at the interruption. I pat his hand. Hold that thought, I say, then reach for my phone. Zach, it's early. What's up? Jimmy. He wants to see us right away, and apparently you haven't been answering your texts. I glance at the clock on the nightstand. It's just past seven on a Monday, and I've managed to piss off the boss. Why didn't he just call me? He did. Twice. Damn it, I must have slept through it. Or Callistos had taken it upon himself to set my cell to silent. Again. Thanks to Liz's spell, and much to Callistos's chagrin, Zach's calls ring through regardless. Liz knows how close Zach and I came to disaster. This is her special way of reminding me of the ever-present danger. She's also the main reason I'm sharing the Vampire King's bed now. She encouraged him and pushed me like a veritable yenta. After countless protests, they wore me down. I decided to give the no-strings-attached relationship proposal a trial run. Callistos has retreated to the other side of the bed. I'd like to think out of guilt, but I know better. I momentarily mute the call. Stop silencing my phone, I scold. His clear blue eyes give nothing away. You don't get enough rest. His tone is matter-of-fact. No argument, no apology. 
not ever. Admittedly, it's one of the downsides of dating a vampire king with more than a millennium under his belt, one that I'll eventually have to address if our arrangement continues. Eventually. But not today.